Hi, this is Mike. And this is Matt. And you're listening to the Empty Spiral podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna Core community. We are on episode 154. That means that we have done this 154 times. How we are still saying, I do not know. <laughs> Hi, Mike. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. Um, just looking forward now, a couple of days off going out to Italy. So all is well. And checked what in? About yourself? You, you checked okay? in? You checked in? No, no, not yet. Oh, you've got to check in, mate. Get yourself a seat. It will sort it out. That. <laughs> when are you flying out? Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. Oh, so you're going to be there before me, so make sure that the place is tidy for when I arrive, if you don't mind. Of course. Get, of course. Get, get, uh, get my pensa nice and yeah. clean and get my land all sorted out, that kind of stuff. I, I look forward to the red carpets when I land, if that's I okay. With... Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, we have a, this is a particular special episode of the Empty Spiral podcast uh, because, well, something pretty special happened while we were in the U.S., managed to interview all of Lacuna Coil at the same time. Now, this is a big event in my mind because it it just doesn't happen. Trying to get them all in the same room and talking about the same subject is nigh on impossible. But we managed it. Uh, it was a miracle. Everything came together. Now, to be fair, DD wasn't there at the beginning, but we, we did see him walk past the open door and kind of grabbed him and pulled him in, as you'll see. Uh, this particular interview is very much focused on of course comalize xx the 20 year celebration of comalize they've deconstructed the, the albums the album i should say they deconstructed the album and they have recreated it from the ground up very very exciting and they have a lot to talk about the music the lyrics how it all came together their favorite songs all that kind of stuff anyway Without further ado, let's hear what they have to say about Comalize XX. Self-destruct sequence activated. Well, hello, everybody. Um, hello. 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 So this is Matt from Empty Spiral, and I'm currently sitting with most of Lacuna Coil. So I've got Christina, Andrea, Marco, and Richard, and the Phantom Didi. <laughs> no, we got the Phantom, actually. Yeah, we got the Phantom. <laughs> uh, so how are you all? Very good, man. So far, very good. good. Yeah? Yeah. Exciting. All right. All right. Okay. Exciting We're in, from tonight. We are in Buffalo. We're in Buffalo. We're in Niagara, Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls, yeah. And what's this? Is the one, two, three, fourth? I fourth so, day yeah. on the American yes, tour? For sure. Yes. Fourth show. For, for How's it been going? Good, good. Besides the transportation little issue we had because we couldn't secure a tour bus before the tour mm -hmm. because of all the mass touring and the lack of tour buses because uh, of the pandemic and consequences. So we we have to drive and uh, we have the crew on vans and stuff. So it's a bit unusual for us but it's a short run so we decided we didn't want to cancel the the dates we've tried till the last time to the very last minute to get a bus but it wasn't impossible and so we have decided to try and do it in this way although not ideal because obviously it's nice you know, there's pro and cons you know the pro that we can get to see the landscape 
yep. and enjoy some time in the car and then see what we normally don't see because we travel at night with the bus. Mm. On the other side, it's obviously more tired and changing beds every night and don't get to hang out with the crew because we didn't drive on separate vehicles. Yeah. We're driving with three vehicles. Actually. So so far, the, the <laughs> shows have been very good. It's like America. It's like across America, the shows have been very good, but uh, there's not exactly the mood of a tour. You know, because mm -hmm. normally we always tour with the tour bus, and we've seen twenty years. So yeah. it's, it's just weird to pack every weird. day and it's and calculate distances. Because when you're on a tour bus, you just like fall asleep and you wake up in the in the next city. In a new place. In like this case, we have to organize everything. <laughs> it's, it's an adventure. With tour bus, it's like having your home in front of the venue every day. Mm. In this case, it's not. So you cannot hang out with the other. You have to leave. You have to wake up early to drive. It's more like a vacation, a trip vacation, basically. <laughs> but you have to play every night. I guess you also get to see how big America is because there's always that sense when you go to sleep in yeah. one place and you wake up in another you never really get a sense of uh, exactly. scale of, of yeah. but the, the good thing actually is that I that we talked about this uh, yesterday we, well two days ago when we did from uh, Charlotte to, uh, to Buffalo mm. the amazing view and the countryside is super awesome yes. and on the tour bus you never had the chance to see it because you always lived mm. so at least this is the good thing about driving <laughs> the only good thing I think Right. So you said, you know, 20 years you've been using tour buses. Even yeah, when you first 20, came to the 20, US, you 20, had a tour bus there? Yes. We were sharing a tour bus with Moonspell on the very first tour. We were all in the same bus, but we always had a... We, we've done only shows with bands. Like we were in LA and had to play one show in San Francisco, so we were driving up to San Francisco and drive back. But that's on single show, not a tour. So tour, we always had buses. Uh, only in Europe we did some tours with... Uh, camper or RVs mm. or we normally when we do the festival we always drive unless it's more than a thousand kilometers we usually drive to the festivals with the van so it's uh, it's more close to, but but in Europe it's a bit easier to travel yeah. in terms of distances Wow so a bit of an adventure for you then. yeah it's a kind of an adventure <laughs> so you said the crowd have been good at the show so far oh yes yeah so good. far so good yeah. so far so good very good, especially considering we are uh, we have this we, we have a set list which is a bit unusual. Like we got these new songs from the Commonwealth XX that we decided to present live even before they've been released, so people they don't know what to expect. And uh, but so far, I would say it's so good. I mean, the reaction has been pretty positive every night. The um, we'll go into more detail about Commonwealth XX in a moment. In a moment, I should say, but. The response I've seen from the crowd has been one of familiarity with the songs, because obviously the songs have been around 20 years, yes. mixed in with that, oh wow, this is a new version, and it's quite exciting. And you, yeah. And is that the kind of what you're seeing from the stage? When yeah, really? and I honestly wasn't expecting it, because when you rework on something that your fans are loving, you're touching holy grounds, and we wanted to... to to redo Kamalai's in the most respectful way, keeping the core, keeping the vibe that we had, but obviously 20 years after. So I was extremely and pleasantly surprised about the reactions because there was almost like a, um, I, I don't know the word in English, but everybody was like, Whoa! 
mm-hmm. <laughs> like at a stadium. I was like, wow, they uh, really I, liked it. <laughs> and most of the people, I think, got the spirit of this uh, reworked, you know, of these songs rework, being reworked as a tribute to the original and mm-hmm. not to erase the original. Exactly. You know? it, that's why on the actual record there will be both versions of the album, the original and oh, uh, okay. so this in the vinyl and in the CDs and the physical uh, versions, there will be both albums, the original and the new one. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, yeah so I think because because it's a tribute to the or commonalize. Mm. It's not this is better than God. This should have. It's not commonalize. Should have sound like this. You know, it's like commonalize. It's perfect for when it was released. Mm. And obviously now the band has different members, different sound also evolution of the sound and so the record if we would brought it now it would sound different probably mm. because it's different times it's good that you're releasing the album with both the original you know comalize and comalize xx because in, as you say you get a sense of respect it's a legacy original. you know yeah. that's what we want to represent with the record is the legacy of comalize it's not that comalize wasn't good enough so we had to redo it <laughs> obviously it's been a, one of our most important record uh, if not the most important record because back then obviously we, we changed a lot compared to other records that came later yeah. you do realise of course that the internet's going to blow up with this one's better than that one right you know yeah, you, you, you appreciate <laughs> we've already seen that with I prefer the original type or this type was better mm-hmm. so you're always going to get that comparison and, and some people do think that releasing a new version of a song is saying that the older version wasn't good enough for us. So, what do you, what do you say to those fans that they're kind of always going to say? Well, the original one sucks. The new one is cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's quite a decisive statement. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> no, well, the good thing is that you can listen to both mm. versions anyway, and you don't need to compare them uh, because the original one will always be existing, and you can be attached to that. Obviously, when when you're attached to one very old song, it includes not only the song itself, but also what you're living at the moment, because with that memory you connect a lot of things that you lived in your life. So the surrounding, in that period, you listen to that record for the very first time. So we, we basically took Comalize by hand, we took it to 2022, we're showing <laughs> what's around, and we're going to take it to the future. But it's not a substitution, so... To be honest, I mean, I only read positive comments because everybody understood that we did it with all the best intention and to give the best tribute to the record. Yeah, and, um, and I think it's exactly the spirit is exactly that of a tribute, you know, not of a. Not trying to say we we didn't want to do just a remaster of the original Comalize because you basically when you remaster an album you compress it, mm-hmm. you make it sound louder. And that's it. You know, so it's not a big <laughs> celebration doing that. You know, you can keep the one you have, and it sounds as well. You know, it sounds good anyway. You know, mm-hmm. just so instead of doing that, we we thought it was a better adventure and a better um, celebration to to do something like take it, the old one, deconstruct it, and rebuild it in with a different style, but keeping the elements that were meaningful for the the sound of of that album, for the, the atmosphere of that mm. album. Obviously it's hard because some songs are closer to the original, some songs are more, way more different than the original. Sometimes the hardest thing probably has been to understand where 
you can go, you know, how much, how, f- how further you yeah, can go, can you know, this to change. Because if you keep changing, obviously you become another song, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's a limit that uh, you... That was, that, was, yeah. that, that was the problem we had at the beginning, you know. Because uh, even I told it to him, to Richard, to try to to do some parts, to get new vibe, a different, uh, different point of view, you know, mm-hmm. of those songs. And he came out with very good stuff, but it was a completely different song, you know. Mm-hmm. At the end, I said, I don't, we want to really go so far, mm-hmm. so further, you know. So then uh, we decided to keep it more like the original one, but in a different version, in a different way. Unfortunately, songs like uh, The Elite Dancer, I mean, unfortunately not because uh, honestly, I really love the new chorus so much, but as, uh, as far um, as my favorite song of that album, the original one was The Elite Dancer, mm, okay. you know. Uh, it was hard to me to uh, deconstruct and remake the chorus, you know. But at the end, uh, when they came out with the vocal line and say, "Oh, can we change the, the let's change the, the let's rebuild up the chorus, the vocal part, keeping the same uh, line, mm. the same uh, words, you know, but rebuild it up in a different way." It came out the one we have now, you know, and it actually fit better with this version to me. And the original, the original one is still there, so mm. so. The, this is kind of hard. Richard, you, obviously, you're a member of the band, so you've not played Heavens not yet. Alive. Heavens Alive, <laughs> Swamped, and all of those ones were played hundreds, if not thousands of times. So you don't have the, I'm guessing you don't have the intimate familiarity with Comalize that the other band members have. So how easy, or perhaps hard, has it been for you to learn the new songs? The new versions of the songs. So actually, it was not that hard because uh, I was uh, trying to learn the new songs mm-hmm. as a proper new song and not an old song that was remade. And so my approach was like this. Mm-hmm. Especially when uh, when Mark asked me to try to do things on some songs. Actually, I started with Daily Dancer, and there was no pressure because from him because <laughs> the first thing that I sent out to him was Daily Dancer. And he said, yeah, it's my favorite song, you know? I'm going to listen to it. Okay. <laughs> I will get fired straight away. <laughs> but, um, no, I tried to, yeah, as I said, to play the new songs as they were new songs and not the old one. Because when Comedies came out, I was 13, maybe. Mm. Yeah. I'm not saying that I never heard the album, because I, I did. But uh, I was super young, and actually my first album was Karma Code okay. with them. Yeah, one thing that sometimes people don't think is that not everybody started with Comalize. You know, a lot of a lot of our fans obviously started with Comalize, especially of a certain generation. You know? But there's people that has discovered the band with Dark Adrenaline or Broken Clownello or even Delirium. So not everybody is for them is the album is Comalize. You know, obviously for a certain number of fans it is. But uh, for many others, it's not. You know, it's like with Metallica. You know, when you say Metallica, and everybody said, "Oh, the Black Album is shit." You know, but but then a lot of people discover them with the Black Album, or even with the ones after the yeah, Black yeah, Album. Yeah, so not everybody has grown up with Master of Puppets and Justice for All. Kill oh, yeah. and, uh, you know, so it's, there's always we always see it because we are a certain age. We've been living all these phases, and so we we always think as with all our experience. But many other people don't. You know, many other people just found out about the band later and, and they're not so attached to the previous. So for many people it would be a new discover the, the Comalize XL. Even some people that maybe never heard of us will find out about Lucky Knuckle with this new version of the record. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different point of views. You know. 
So, okay, let's let's talk specifically about the album itself. Mm. You've talked about deconstructing and rebuilding it, but where did that come from? Where did the idea come from to do this in the first place? I mean, the idea came from because basically uh, we we didn't want to make uh, just a remaster because uh, I just realized uh, talking with friends, uh, fan or not musician, that they don't even realize when they are listening the original version or the remaster because they don't get that they get the music they get the vibe from the song they get the vocals they get the lyrics uh, they don't care about if the drum sound uh, is better on the new version compared to the old version you know and most of the time uh, you are more attached to the original one because that was the sound in that month period of time you know so they say as far we make it for a kind of a gift for uh, the all the defenders mm -hmm. should just to do more plus uh, to save more time because uh, unfortunately with the lockdown and uh, all the, the the situation with the covid the pandemic basically uh, we, we and just before we were just starting to promote the black animal you know and so we did, we didn't want to throw in the trash bin uh, that album because for us it was very important so we say, okay, let's do something new now with Comalize, with for the 20th anniversary of Comalize, so we can still play in Black Hannibal after the COVID when we start again in 2022, you know? We're still doing promotion for that album, plus we add in this song, so, and we will do the album after, you know? And uh, as we as we did, basically now we are promoting, still promoting Black Anima and playing some of the Comalize 6X. So, <clears throat> We start uh, and uh, say, okay, I start actually with one song uh, with uh, Angel Punishment uh, uh, during the COVID, you know, and uh, I remake that song first. Uh, it was different than the original, the one I remake, the first version I remake, uh, but that was the first step, no? And I said, because, because uh, we were playing that song in a couple of tours in the past. Mm, we did that. play that song, but... Uh, we weren't happy about it because uh, it doesn't sound very good live, uh, but sounds very good on the album. You know? So I say, so why is like that? So we need to do something. Right? So I try to make it faster with the BPM or BPM. You know, I try to change some stuff. Uh, or try to solve the problem that song has uh, on live, live. You know, mm -hmm. and it came out uh, with the kind of the version is on the album right now. No, and that one was just the, 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 just the first step. Thinking about this situation and about what I just said, uh, we say, okay, I did that one. Why we don't do all the album? Let's try, you know. And so we decided to make it, you know. And uh, it was not easy at all. Trust me, it's way much easier to write a new album from zero to re try to, to, to rewrite the songs, especially on the album like that, on that type of album, because it was very important for our fans. It was a very, the the first album we came, we brought us to America, yeah. you know, so it was very important, even if it's true that the young generation, they maybe doesn't even know Comalize. <laughs> but was that was stressed. Yeah, I was. You went to the stressed. mountains like, I gotta go away. I went, I isolated myself up in the mountain, uh, tried to make it because I need it, you know, I need that, I need that. And uh, actually it came out very well, so we're happy. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying, yeah. Was if it hadn't been for COVID and yeah. the lockdown and you cancelling tours and so forth, and the, and therefore you would have would have been able to promote Black Animal how you wanted to. Are you saying that there's a significant chance that we would not have Comalize XX? 
it's possible. Possible. Because we so, maybe we wouldn't have a bit enough time to yeah, exactly. do that and then do another album. You know. So maybe it's possible that it wouldn't never happen. But for us, it was also after two years, it was also good to work on something without the pressure of a complete new album. You know, because Black Anima has been very successful, and so obviously when you do, you have to do the next one. There is a little bit of pressure to 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 come up with another good album, you know, to keep building that that wave. And and so with this album, we have been able to restart working in the studio, working at songs, and uh, without maybe this exact same pressure of a new record, because you already have some material to work. You know, we didn't have to write lyrics for this album, you know. Usually, and lyrics is a pain in the ass. I mean, it's a long, long process, and so it, it's a bit. And we don't have to find a concept for this album. We don't have to, you know. So it, it's a bit, a little bit easier. Let's say for that side easier. Easier than the normal album. Less, less stressful. Actually, less stressful for that side. Also, we think that Comalize didn't. Uh, we still have a lot of things to to say about Black Anima. I mean, we still feel that it needs to be promoted properly and to go straight to a different album, it would be kind of like hiding Black Anima and not presenting it to the world properly. So I, this is the perfect uh, quote compromise because if we're presenting something that we really like, that it's kind of new to us, even yeah. if it's not new. But at the same time, we're bringing forward a record that we really love, which is Black Anima, that is still very much alive in us. And we can play the songs as they are brand new because we didn't play them enough. <laughs> so, question for you both then, Andrea and Christina. Singing them live, mm. and I guess this is as much a question for playing them live, but singing them live, how easy is it to play the new version sing the new version of Swamped and Heavens of Light and Tightrope and Daylight Dancer and not get called out by you know <laughs> singing all the ones that you've sung a hundred times before how easy is it to be yes. honest actually I, she did it she, uh, the first time we played Heavens of Light she, she sang the original one no, 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 it was the opposite no 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 the opposite, she does it on purpose, and she look at me all yes, the time. Yes, because you, I mean, during yeah, this she summer... She told me that, she did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I, I think that we kept them in a way that it comes out very natural for us to sing it, because we didn't change drastically the vocal parts. The The only one is um, is tightrope, that is the, the chorus is completely different. Yes. But like Swamped, for example, it's kind of similar... Heaven's a lie, it's slower, but the melodies are pretty much the same. There are some other melodies that are already incorporated in my mind. So to me it's like the it, it's like it's the same song. I don't I don't know how to explain it. I don't feel like they're new songs. To me it's the same. Oh, it's an evolution. There is a useless guy there. Oh, oh yeah. the yeah. missing you, guy. The ghost of a guitar player can be seen in the other end. Yes. You can come here and enjoy us. We've been joined by Didi, who can answer all the next questions without knowing. Fancy <laughs> 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 exam questions. What about you, Andrea? So for, no, for the you good thing is that you don't have to think so much about the lyrics, you know, because when you have a new new lyrics, you have to learn them as well to sing them live. So it's so you don't have to think about too much of the lyrics and it's a bit refreshing to play these songs in a slightly different way you know because to play them the old way obviously and we're happy to hear the people singing mm -hmm. the song 
but it's not so much fun for us, you know, as musicians. I mean, maybe for them that they never played the, the, the old ones, but we played the old ones enough in our career. Has anybody in the band ever kept account of the number of times you played Heaven's Alive? No. no, but a lot. A lot. <laughs> Um, I don't yeah. think it is there a set in which we didn't play Heaven's Alive. I don't think no, so. No, yes, there is. There is. Yeah. But very few. We must have in been 23 really years, tired. very, very few. And uh, maybe, I mean, even in New York, uh, uh, we, when we play, when we play today, so you remember last time we've been here? Mm -hmm. We play one night, we play Heaven's Alive. The second teaching. night we didn't. Oh. So, for the people, he just enjoy us the second night. Baby was weird. Don't listen in Evans a lot, you know. Sure. <laughs> but I mean, most of the people that were there that night earlier, so <laughs> it's gonna be it's fine. So Didi, we'd be talking about Carmelize XX and Planet Life. Um, a question I asked Richard was, how easy is it to learn the new songs, given that he had limited experience of the older songs? How was it like for you to to learn these new versions? Were you learning them from scratch, or did you already know the old songs and you had to change how you were playing them? I, I knew some songs because we, we played actually at the 118 show, so that's basically... I was uh, prepared. But uh, for uh, some songs, like, to me, it's, it sounds um, strange now to play Heaven's Alive, the new version, because I'm so... Um, Used to play. Used to play that, mm. and it's kind of weird. Instead of other song like "Tight Rope," which everyone knows is my favorite song all the time, mm -hmm. but I can say I, I really enjoy to play this version even much better than than the old one. So it's improving. Okay, I can say that. So you said how hard it is to deconstruct both. You remove some of the stress because you haven't got to come up with a new concept and you, the lyrics are mostly there. But clearly what you need to do is to avoid doing something completely different, but it needs to be different, it needs to reflect the new Lacuna Core sound. So how hard has that been for each of you in, in the recording process, whether it was laying down the music, whether it was the, the percussion or the guitars or the vocal lines? Let's start with the work you had to do to lay down the bass line. How hard was that to not do something completely new by mistake? It was hard, very, very hard. I mean, I told you, uh, okay, beside Angel Punishment, there was uh, like an experiment uh, I started it during the COVID. Uh, the first one uh, I remake, uh, the first two I remake, obviously they were Amazalai and Swamp, the most important, because they say, I need to, <laughs> to Remove this guy from the that list. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's very precious. precious. <laughs> <laughs> so let's remove this one from the list, you know. And uh, it was very hard. But, but okay, when uh, the first one I did was swamped, and actually that's why it was the, probably the closest one to the original one, mm -hmm. because uh, I never liked the verse of swamped. So I say, okay, let's start with remake the verse, and I did it. Then. Uh, the first version of that song it was with the same intro. The same the the, the beginning was as is the original one, no? With different chords in the chorus, whatever, blah blah blah. But in the end, uh, when I finished all the album, uh, that one was the only one too close to the original one. So we changed the intro as well. We we changed uh, we do the the the, the harmonic uh, the the chords, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. on the intro as well to have it a bit more different, you know. Evans Alive was uh, 
the one actually I always want to do, want to make, you know, a very real goth song. So slower, dramatic, uh, introspective. <coughs> it is very introspective, that song, to me. And uh, make people cry with that song. Mm. Yes, I know, you told me that. And I appreciate because uh, when I listened to that song, it made me cry as well. Mm. I always, since the day one from that song, uh, I always said that this is not too dark. Even the meaning of heaven's a lie is very dark, uh, very doom, very whatever. The song is not. It's kind of happy. You know, the pre-chorus that I hate, and actually Chicho, uh, uh, the creates our old drummer, he used to hate that part. He hate me forever for that part, you know? And uh, <clears throat> actually, I don't really like it. So I say, let's make it with the right vibe. Let's start to do the first chords and then just close the eye and play, you know? And when he came out, and, and that was my dream, having Andrea screaming, heaven's a lie. Since the day one, because "Set Me Free" or "Heaven's a Lie" is fine, you know, but the new version is fucking emotional, mm -hmm. and that means uh, now to me that's a song, you know. And when he came out that song uh, first, because I was up in the mountain, with, obviously by myself, but one of my best friends he, he lived there, so he came to my house and I played that song to him. And he loved that song, and as soon as he listened, that version actually was the demo version. He listened that song, uh, he started to cry as well. He said, go, I got it, you know. So, and from that point, uh, I say, okay, this is my the way to do it. Make all the album real gothic and dark, you know, and that's what they make. And after that, actually, it, it, it was easier for the other song. It came out much easier. It was a bit easier, not much easier. But uh, those two songs were the first step and uh, the most uh, important. Was there an easy song to do, one that just laid down first time? And you just no, not, no not at all easy, but actually when uh, I, I felt that making Evans Alive was, uh, I said, okay, man, it sounds fucking good. I want to make all the songs like this one, you know, because the original song is there. It always is going to be there forever, you know. So I, I don't want to do a, a better copy with a better sound. I want to do something more introspective and goth, and, uh, and that's what it is, basically. It is. That's why, to me, this is a uh, concilio. I don't know how to say un concilio. Advice. It's an advice. When you listen to that song, uh, you really need to listen it fucking loud. Mm. More is loud. More loud, uh, you cry more. <laughs> yeah, but cry basically. More, more, more. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, and uh, for then, I was uh, kind of expecting how they came out. Uh, because uh, as Didi said, uh, we play already the Ghost Woman and the Hunter, we played already Carmelized at uh, 118 show, you know, and they were arrangement, they were dif a bit yeah, different, you different know, compared to the original, but obviously the new one are completely different of those, you know, those versions. Uh, just because after Evans Alive, I said, no, they must be God, especially Carmelized. I fucking love the new version. And his dad's is a very, very dark and God song. And uh, I, so, I can't wait to have you guys listen. I mean, you know the album. You know the album because you listened to it already. Mm. But I mean, it's, it's very important to me. You uh, must be all so excited. See the, the face of our of yeah. the old defender and see the reaction. Yeah. That's why every night we play the song, that, those songs, and uh, you are in front of us. And actually, you are the guy they follow us uh, since ages now. Yeah. 
and you know all that song, uh, uh, 100%, you know, oh, every, every, every yeah. uh, see the expression when we play those songs, uh, and don't see that your face disappointed, you know, it's something very important to us, you know, I mm. think, so that uh, makes something, that, that makes it different. Sorry, I'm talking too much. Okay, go. <laughs> so, okay, question for Didi then. So, um, laying down the guitar on the, the new versions, what was the hardest part for you doing all of that? Um, I didn't actually during the the recording session. I had um, an issue on my finger, okay. and that was a pain in the ass for me because of, he was here. I'm holding the, the pick mm -hmm. right here, so and so it was so yeah. painful. I had to stop for um, for a couple of days. Beside that, uh, I mm, did not have really difficulties or difficult part. Actually, I enjoyed some some song to record it in uh, standing up, mm -hmm. which I'm completely not used to to do it. So, so I try to make it more uh, more live, more okay. uh, punchy, you know. So it, it was. I think I got the idea. I mean, the, the tone is really powerful. And what's your favorite part then of the album? Is there a particular riff wow. or piece of music uh, that you really enjoy? I enjoy uh, Entwine. I really love it. I love the solo. I oh, yes. I did it. Super. And. Um, Daylight Dancer. That's the the two are two of my favorites. You, you definitely like you're enjoying playing that Daylight Dancer live. Yeah, you playing yes. that. I can see you kind of you, you get this kind of look in your eye, like you just you're leaving the world behind and you're just going to play. Yeah, sometimes play I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah looking, and that's why I make mistakes sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. We're all only human. Let's go. But you, Richard, when you when the, you know laying down the, the percussion for the album, was there? A, particular part of it who thought this is really cool I love playing this I can't wait to play this one. Oh well it was the bridge of tightrope of course because there was the mm. sort of the solo from Chris yeah. that I didn't want it to make it sound the same I didn't want to put my my language on a, on that part mm. and I th I think I did it it's very in, in, in my style okay and it was something that I was like uh, no pressure to do that, you know, because it's kind of hard to play it live, uh, and it's for the first time I was always uh, worried to fuck it up completely, you know. Well, if it's the first time you're playing a new version of the song live, no one will know. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> and actually, also, when I entered the studio to record it, I started to rehearse the song like one hour before I actually pushed record, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> so that I was in the mood and. Yeah, that was a hard part, but uh, for other songs, I love uh, Daily Dancer a lot, because mm -hmm. it's, uh, yeah, I love all the double bass pattern uh, happening on the song, and also I love The Ghost Woman and the Hunter. Mm. Mm, yeah. Mm, very good. I yeah. love it, mm. love it because it's very, it sounds super wide. Yes. Everything in that song sounds super, super wide, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I love the most. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Andy, laying down the vocals then. Um, obviously, there's a lot of growling, as Mackie said, on Daylight Dancer. Um, 
and of course on Heavens of Light as well. What did you find the most interesting or the hardest part about laying down the vocals on Carmelize XX? But it was it was one quite uh, it went quite well in the recording. I don't remember any particular really hard song. Some sometimes you know you get tired with the voice in the studio, so you don't sound as you want. You know some songs, but but in general we had enough time to make them the way we wanted to make. You know it wasn't rushed particularly, so we had enough enough time to work uh, relaxed in the, in the studio. Uh, no, I think it was it was more fun than than hard to do this time. Do you have a favorite song that you kind of you you looking forward to playing live? Well, David Desert because it's the the most different probably from the others, so it's the most exciting to to do because the other some others like Swamp is a bit closer to the original, uh, but but it's been fun to do all of them. So it's it's maybe once we we're gonna play them uh, rehearse them for the Coma Live show. Uh, then you find out more which ones you really like yeah. to play, you know. Yeah. Because when you play in the studio, it's different than play them live. together as a band for the live show. You know, yeah. in the studio you do your layers. You know, in that moment you need to do that part. It's more like when you do a movie, and when you make a movie and you do your scene, and then you don't have the f complete picture of how the old, the old movie is gonna be. And so, so that's more of a technical work on the parts, on the single parts, while. Uh, when you rehearse and play the songs in the practice room, then you really know which ones are fun to play live. You know, some maybe that you didn't think were so much fun that they actually are. Or, but but um, so we have to wait a little bit to find out. But obviously, right now, they like dance. But the, all the ones that we play live are, are nice at the moment. First of all, because they're fresh, and <laughs> and so that makes them already more interesting. And but also because they all sounds good and they're all. They all flow pretty well, so I think they are all good songs. I think good versions. Christina, your thoughts on the laid down the vocals on the album? Was there any particular hard parts where you perhaps for me is always a hard part because recording is my least favorite part of the whole process of just like writing, recording, touring. I hate recording because I know that I have those days that I have to be there at that time to record my parts and being the voice a human instrument it changes it changes up to your level of stress of being tired or not being a hundred percent healthy or even if you just have thoughts in your mind or something going on at home your vocals aren't going to change because it's not automatic so for me it was a it was fun, it was a fun process, but it was stressful as well. Uh, it is stressful for me to have to keep a position to sing in order for the microphone to grab the, the voice. It's something that I deeply, deeply hate. Uh, this time, for the first time, I tried to record my parts partially sitting because when I do demos at home, I sit and for some reason I feel that I have more breath when I'm seating. Even on stage, I almost, 100% of the times, bending over the monitors, just because I feel I have a better compression of the diaphragm, whatever you want to call it, but I, I, I know that I can sing better and I feel more, more powerful. 
So for me, the biggest stress is not about one song, but the position that I have to keep when I record. And so it's something that I don't like at all. But other than that, you know, and, and being always unhappy about the recording because I always feel that it could have been done better. Uh, I hate to hear my voice back. Other than that, I think that the result is really good. Other than that, really <laughs> <Other> than <laughs> that <laughs> yes, I, I hate to hear my voice back. Why is that? Is that something that happens as a consequence of being a singer? I just don't like it. I just don't like it. I always think that I could have done better. I always catch every mistake. Take, and if, if they're not, I'm gonna find them. I'm probably a, I'm a perfectionist on, when it comes to recording. I'm a pain in the ass. Vocal lines that you like the most on Comalize XX. You know, obviously, much of the album has changed, but what are the bits that you kind of go, I'm really proud of? I really again? like the chorus of Evans Alive, especially the, the last chorus. Um, I like. Um, I don't remember if Kamalize or Entwined and I didn't at first I was like mm, I like the original better and then yeah. I started to get into it is it Kamalize or Evans Alive? Both. Uh, or, uh, Both. or Entwined Both. Entwined because they and were different from the original so it was just like I don't know because I love yeah. the original so much because they're so emotional to me and then they grew on me and I was just like fuck I like them I think not better but equally <laughs> yeah from memory Entwined and Comalize are the two that I thought were the most different I think yeah yeah I mean oh, uh, oh, I, I mean actually actually honestly the, the very different one <laughs> is a brother set yeah that's let's talk about that for that, now that is the Robert very set. different one to me Entwined and Comalize are not so deep. the vibe is still the same they are just the, I mean, okay. Yeah, you uh, Entwine, we changed the chorus. That's true. But we tr we changed the chorus of Entwine, mm -hmm. and that one was uh, the other gap because that's uh, as well my favorite song, uh, Entwine and Daily Dancer. And I changed the two choruses. Yeah. And uh, I always had Goosebump, 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 play Entwine uh, live uh, mm. for the, for the, from the chorus. Because it touched those notes, so that they probably for me are the notes, you know. So I ever always had that problem, you know. But now the new version, it's so good that I don't want to say I don't even remember the old one because if I listen it, say, oh, right, those notes, you know. But I like in the same way the new version as the, the old version. So and that's very good. And uh, she had the same problem uh, on that song and in Comalize. And I remember that because she told me, oh, I don't like the chorus, I don't want to change those vocals, I really like it. And they trust me, come in, it fit better with this version, blah, blah, blah. And they did, and this is the result, you know. But honestly, Prophet said. So let's is, talk about Prophet said. Yeah, that's actually, that that song is a real different, that's, it's a different song. Basically, you know, you you guys remember Prophet said. Yes, okay, yeah. basically there were two songs, two uh, songs connected together yeah. to have one song uh, because the length of the album there was not enough, you know. And uh, we are oh, we missed one song. We have to do song we, uh, with Voldemort. We have, grab that part, grab that part, put it together, got the song, you know. <laughs> but it never been a, a, a song. Uh, we, I mean, I think nobody likes but Russell. But I I, I don't want to say that. But I me, mean, actually. We had a chance to remake it and make that thing uh, as a song, as a real song. 
So we did construct for real that song and we built it up, a new version. And actually it's quite good. I got the, I, gra I always grab, in all the song I grabbed the part from the original version and then I start to build it up in a different way, you know. I take maybe the metal melody guitar of the verse and I build up a chorus with that, you know. And about this song, um, we use basically most of the part from the last, the second part of the yeah. song, the Morgoth, obviously. Yeah. I think from the first part I didn't use anything <laughs> but the voice. But that I have to rebuild up everything for the verses, you know, because the verse, it was uh, all in the first part, mm -hmm. you know. So it was a kind of uh, art, but not, not so. It was fun. It was funny to, to play with this part. I mean, that was the, that's the closest thing to it. The whole new song. Really. The only thing I remember, he was saying, oh, "Do it faster, let it do it faster." You remember on that song? Come on, we have more BPM. Let's do it. It's better, you know. It's okay, and actually came out. Actually came out very well. I like it. So, Richard, you wanted it faster, did you? You wanted that? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean, <laughs> well, I suppose if you're kind of starting almost from scratch, you might but as well push a few boundaries. You, you know what? Yeah. That that album it was a kind of uh, okay. Let's do something faster but not being too fast because it's not in our way you know but now is in our way being very fast way more faster and as we did uh, swamped uh, 16 bpm faster than the original one you know and it fit great with the vibe mm. uh we did the same for that song and it came out very very well more more uh, more alive actually You're, one one thing that i that I thought when he was composing the album, it was that if I told him, go faster, go faster, try to go faster like this, then you can have the chorus that the BPM is the same, it's faster than the average song. Yeah. But when you open it, when you play it half time in the chorus, it's wider. Yeah. Okay. So if you speed up the BPM, then you can go even wider in the choruses. And, and it works very well it on was, that song. It was on that something that impressed me right straight after he sent out the song because uh, basically yeah we use uh, the first part uh, to make the verse and make the tight and faster part uh, mm -hmm. and the opening part uh, the breakdown and that using the second part so it came out very well I, I think the people are going to be surprised by that song I think people will be surprised about the whole album actually mm -hmm. in a good way I don't think there's any doubt but, about that yeah. and I think that I don't think everybody was aware the Prophet said was the two. I mean, it's clearly got a, a significant tonal change about halfway through. Mm. But I'm not sure everybody was aware that it was two parts of two songs. <laughs> I call them shunted together like they were. Um, did you ever play Prophet said live? I, I don't think I ever. No, I don't no. think no, never. No. Most probably not. Never. Me, there's a possibility, but I'm not. On the line, ninety ninety percent of yeah, you know. I'm pretty sure I, we, but, but I can exclude maybe once we did. I don't know. We play all the song of that album live, but that one, <laughs> I almost should. But maybe I'm we play sure that song. I don't remember, but, but I don't remember. Maybe definitely there is one else. Oh, yes. the other! I remember all the other version we played even yeah. a few times. But we did as Angel Punish Band. We played yeah. just only on two couple of tours, and that's it. We used to play a lot uh, unspoken, uh, humane, obviously, mm -hmm. and some deception. Uh, they were. Comalize, uh, we played. We played Comalize, we played The Ghost Woman in the Art. I remember the Ghost Woman in the Art. That's. Uh, we play all that song. Uh, we, okay. We never play Aeon. Well, but come on, you've, you've had the backing track. 
Yeah, that's true. What is? You don't, maybe, there maybe was you've not in played the set, it live, but not played live. Yeah, but not played live. You've had it on there for sure. Right. Yeah, it was an intro. Or yeah, something yeah. Like that. but I'm sure that song is gonna shock the people. Uh, yes, I mean, let's face it. In because the, now in, is it's different. It's different, right? Now is way different. Yeah, self-deception. Yeah. So self-deception, I've heard a few times live. Mm-hmm. Um, how has that changed within your? Oh man, that was a, the the classic sam- example about. Okay, these songs, uh, I want to be uh, that metal, that uh, melodic metal, uh, but I can't, uh, so let's do it the slower version. <laughs> it was, you know, it was not enough. Even if we enjoy play live that song, it was, even that, the chorus was super cool. The, the, guitar, the guitar part, uh, it was like a hook of that song, and I obviously I removed it. And uh, no, I keep it. I, it. It's on the keyboard. It's on the keyboard, put it a different way, but it's there, you know. But uh, we say, okay, let's do it faster, and now it sounds proper. Now it is uh, what it m- must be in the past. I don't know. Adesso suona come doveva suonare una volta. Come, come avrebbe dovuto suonare. Come avrebbe dovuto suonare. Okay, fucking English. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I think I've heard that one's an insult. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so you, you said you started with 119. Now, no, not 119. Profits, that's um, a Andrew's Punishment. That's album, mate. I know. You said you started <laughs> with an Andrew's Punishment. Yeah. Now, that's got quite a lot of like, recording in it. Like uh, I always sort of sounded like radio recording or like police radio, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Did you keep that or did you change that? No, we changed it because um, in the past, actually, we... Okay, basically in we the past, it. yeah, <laughs> we had to change it. No, mm-hmm. and uh, in, the, in the past, basically, was a news uh, talking about uh, that period of time. Yeah. It was yeah. uh, obviously yeah. the it was like report, well, report of a World Trade Center, uh, and uh, blah blah blah. It was 2001, obviously. Yeah, you know when we made it, uh, and uh, now we replace uh, with the COVID. Ah, okay. Because uh, it was another pain in the ass of this time, you know, and uh, so we replaced that. And just to have fun, I used a friend of us recording. I mean, Serena <laughs> and other friends to record the parts. Uh, just one day, losing time at home, doing nothing, and I record all the part, uh, reading basically a news. Like we we can write down something about shit about COVID, you know, and I had them home having fun and I recorded uh, one cool. in Portuguese, yeah. one in Russia, one, one in American, in English, mm-hmm. and uh, Italian and Spanish. So uh, let's say the main languages, oh, nobody were speaking French, so we missed that, mm-hmm. is another main language, but yeah. And, um, and it, we built up that one. And actually from that one, uh, that one was the original part recorded. Then I started to remake the song, just to have fun. I was losing time playing Diablo, got bored. Let's do that. Okay, let's play Angel Punishment uh, because I was already start and I started making it. And when that, 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 that's the point. The result was okay. So I say we might do an album, all the album like that. But it was at the beginning of the COVID because uh, I didn't remember as well, actually. And I went to read the, because when you build up the song, you make the song. When you make the project of the album, you have the, may, the date of the day you made it, you know? And actually, it was the very beginning of the COVID. 
it was one of the first thing I did because I have it in mind already probably or oh, probably we were talking about uh, soon it's going to be 20 years of uh, Kamala's or I was listening to the 118 show and when I remake the the, um, the one from uh, the first album uh, um, uh, Soul into 80s you know when I remember that song and actually I love that version my goodness Actually, that was, was one of the very good input to make me make everything again more dark and goth, you know, because it came out very well, that one, to me. Yeah. I don't yeah. like it, but to me, yes, it came out very well. So, basically, this is it. It's good. They all one as the news of the moment at that time, yeah. and now it's just the news of the moment at oh, this, this time. time. And that makes perfect sense. It makes it... An album for 2020. And no, really, actually, people will not, we don't even maybe know of Kamala, so they maybe they don't like those, albums, they will like this one because it sounds modern, yeah. you know, but the songs are the same. The songs are the same. So, what songs do you think are going to surprise fans the most when they hear them? <laughs> <laughs> for sure, from a set. No, I mean, but from who? For for people that know Carmelize. People who know Carmelize. Who knows Carmelize? We have to assume that if they don't know Carmelize, they're all going to be surprised because exactly. they've got no frame of reference. Okay. But for yeah. Those people that know Carmelize, yeah. where are they going to go? Whoa! I wasn't expecting that. Probably can daylight dancer for sure. I think, mm -hmm. because it's yes, quite different. Not maybe swamp. Swamp. I think is one of the Closer, I think they like dancer because it's answer. brutal. Like the original one is more almost dancey, happy yeah. somehow. Yeah. And this one is super brutal. But that's also subjective chorus. in the end. You know, exactly. everybody expects something different from the songs. I don't know. You should tell us. You know, it's not that we. Can when expect. I listened to it, Daylight Dancer, the, the opening of Daylight Dancer, it felt like a kind of a, a House of Shame kind of opening. It was like <laughs> really in your face kind of thing, a real surprise. I was also, I think, surprised. To my ear, how different Entwined was a song. Was that a song? I think that was different. I think that was Yeah, that's, that, uh, that's even Pizza. We played those. I played it. We, we were on tour last time. We played that song at Pizza to Chris, our guitar, play, our guitar player. Yeah. And he got shocked about Entwined. He said, wow, this is another song that is super good. And actually, he listened just the demo, not the album. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, I'm good. I don't know, but for sure, told you because Prophet said is a different song. Yes, it's definitely yes. a different song. So that's gonna shock for sure. Then they like they like that song because it's different. But I mean, uh, I think the old song uh, will have something uh, different. Uh, they they were oh, I didn't expect this, you know, but I like it. Oh, but I don't like it, you know. But uh, all, every song uh, will have song. Even even Tightrope. Now we're still playing that song live, uh, but it's very different to the original one. You know, but you have the same vibe, and that's a good. Oh, it's thing. definitely I I think. it's definitely the same vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same vibe, but it is a more. We call it mature, good. didn't we? Huh? A kind of a mature. It, 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 yeah. You know, I, th yes. I think you know when I talk when I think about how Lacuna Core's music has developed over the last twenty years. Yeah. You have grown as a band, and you've developed a more mature in sound. It's matured how, with you. How many times you listen, musicians? Uh, Oh, I would love to remake that album because now I would I would like to do that and that and that. Every musician said this. And you know. Every album. 
even uh, as the day after you made the album, oh, I would love to change that part. Why I put it that one? <laughs> See, it's always like that. Actually, we did it. That's why I'm super happy. I would like to do remake all the album now. <laughs> well, I <should laughs> at least uh, until until the tri uh, trip to the darkness, until Dark Adrenaline, uh, I would like to remake all the album. I mean, I suspect there will be people that will say we're in, a, in every album there is something that I don't like, uh, and I say, oh, we were too young, uh, we didn't uh, 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 so f well, fuck it, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I think it's. This it is a special occasion, Carmelite, yes. 20 years, special record, and so it, may, it was worth to do it as a, also as an experiment, you know, for the people, for us, for, for everybody. But I think that the past is the past. <coughs> it makes more sense now to focus on a new record and mm -hmm. try to make something new than go back and try to rewrite something, you know. In, in mm -hmm. this case, it's a special case, and it was fun to do, and... I think it was right to do it to, to to offer something more than just a celebration, just a remaster or repackaging or something like that. Mm, I probably that the rest of the okay, maybe if you want to take in one song, let's say we want to play again to leave it too high, for example, uh, and you want to replay it live, then maybe you can re rearrange. rearrange it slightly to make it fit better with the, the current with the, with the rest of the yeah. set. Yeah, that, that you can actually, do. Yeah. Of course, you can always do, but not go there and re-rewrite everything, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah I mean, you did that with some of the songs that you played at the 119 show, right? Yeah, you were yeah that, that's the case. I think if you Hades put another old ones in the set, it makes sense to try to make it fit better, the set. Very good, very good. So, um, final thoughts on it then. When you next tour, post the Coma Lice live, Oh, can we expect to hear some of these songs being added to the set list? New versions of them? Absolutely, yes. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see after, uh, as how you were saying. We will see after the the Coma Live show. You that mean is on this be, tour? No, is, after, after. No, no, well, after. It's yes. gonna be that one was gonna be the first time. And then you, why not? Maybe you play, you love it, and say, why don't put it? I mean, uh, we always been uh, a bit like that to don't put too much song from that album uh, during the live shows. Because it was too different, you know. Okay, we have to play for obviously Evans Alive because it was our main song. Mm. But I mean, about the rest, when you were playing the old song, you have this massive gap between the new song and the old song. Now there's no more at that gap. So if you want to play the old song instead of play every time, uh, downfall, end of time, uh, we can uh, put uh, Entwine, the new version, or we can put Comalize, the new version, or maybe. Why not? Um, prophet said. The prophet said. Uh, <laughs> so it's, why not? It depends uh, how the, it's going to be the first uh, time they come alive. After that one, after they come alive, uh, we'll yeah, after we're more familiar with these songs yeah. on a live environment, you know, because one thing is to listen in the recording or do it in the studio. But when you do it really live, with a, and you hear the real instrument and, and how it sounds, then you have a better feel at what song can actually be good also in the live you know. but definitely it's a good excuse to put more of the old songs in the set list you know mm, I think so for sure final question then mm -hmm. uh, you've played a number of the songs from the album already in, on the shows you played Heaven's Alive you played Swamped Tightrope and Daylight Dancer but of course in October you're going to be playing every single song yeah um, question for each of you what is your going to be? What, what one are you looking forward to playing the ones to playing or singing the most? 
Christina, what's your thoughts? Which song in October are you looking forward to that you haven't played so far or sung so far? Carmelize or Entwined. Okay. Andrea? Well, maybe self-deception mm-hmm. or or prophet say maybe some we haven't played much at all. You know, not just not just recently. You know. Marco, what about you? Carmelize Entwined. Carmelize or Entwined. Okay. Richard, I will say Carmelize as well and uh, Ghost Woman and Yanter. Okay, Didi, what, what do you think? Did I dancer? You played that already? You know, yeah. Once we don't play. No, ah, una che non abbiamo ancora suonato che vorrei non vorrei non vi dovrò suonare in tre non ce la faremo mai probably the ghost woman and the other ok Lucuna Cole thank you very much thank you you're very welcome. much you're welcome you're welcome and thank now you better you. enter the raid because we're going to raid and you together. should jump in the raid now <laughs> because we have to make it alright come on run and now we're going to raid in Pokemon so yes ciao 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 everybody thank you hello Bye bye. A massive thank you to Lacuna Call. I don't know how you managed to do it. I don't know how I managed to do it. But as I say, all in one place, talking about the album. Um, only stopped because of a Pokemon raid. But, you know, <laughs> priorities, I guess. <laughs> um, massive thank you for them taking the time out of their day to talk to us about the album. Um, and I really hope you enjoyed it. I guess for us, mate, it's about heading over to Milan now and doing the VIP and seeing the yeah. show. Countdown's on now. It's it's like London. It's not a regular show that we're used to and the ones that we've seen before this is something very special with people flying in from all over the world so it'll be good to catch up with so many people at such a special occasion absolutely it's going to be like a massive family get together isn't it mm. that's how we'll see it I'm so looking forward to it I'm quite excited for it um, <laughs> and we'll, we'll, well I'm sure we'll find things to do with ourselves that don't just involve going to uh, the show itself we'll be there for yeah. a couple of days right so very excited anyway anyway we'll bring this to a close right now thank you so much everybody for for um checking out the podcast uh, as you know we're over at emptyspiral.net where you can find the latest news about lacuna core we also on facebook at, at emptyspiral.net forward slash let me say that around the right way. Facebook.com forward slash emptyspiral.net is our uh, Facebook page. And of course, we're on Twitter, which is at emptyspiralnet. We love, absolutely love talking to fellow fans. So if there's anybody out there on the airways that really wants to come on and talk about your experiences being a Lacuna Core fan, then do reach out to us. Um because we can't wait to have a chat with you. Of course, with the imminent release of Comalize XX, I'm sure we'll be getting back together to dissect that um, over the course of the next couple of months, which I'm quite looking forward to doing as well. Anyway, big thank you, as always, Mike, for joining me. Uh, Thanks for your support, and I'll see you in a couple of days in Milan. Cheers, everybody. Cheers.